Episode 7, Be Good Golf Podcast, take two of episode seven. <laughs> take two of two weeks. How about that? Yes. Um, sorry for last week's episode. We had some te- technical difficulties, a.k.a. myself, um, having to use a different device. And let's just say it's been a struggle. <laughs> it's okay. You know, you could probably say that technology is... Uh, Moving a little faster than we can keep up. Let's put it that way. I would agree with or, that. Or, or we could just say it was our Christmas break. Or Thanksgiving break, right? Right, right. Other yeah. people aren't grinding today like us. They're taking today yeah. off. We took the week prior to like yes. Thanksgiving off so that you guys can get some Thanksgiving footage, driving on the way to your families, that kind of thing. See? Dude, this is, that's perfect because I know people are going to listen to us. This episode might be a little bit longer then. See? It, a little more time. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we're we good. Had, Dude, we were ranting and raving last week. Such a good, such a good podcast. We actually did the podcast, but I deleted it. So that's why we didn't have one. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure our viewers will, or our listeners will give us a pass. Yes. Yes, they will. Um, but yeah, it's good to be back again this week. Episode seven. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about this week. Yeah. What? Two tournaments, mm-hmm. some drama between Liv, a little bit of Rom, John Rom drama, our guy. Yep. Um, kind of a couple over other stuff coming through. Big talk about the Yanks. Some big talk, some big news, yeah, possibly. Was, so I do have to say, even though that I post on Instagram for Be Good Golf, it's connected to my Facebook page, my personal page. So yeah. it looks like I'm just the biggest Yankees fan right now on my personal page. Yeah. If you guys see any Yankee posts, that's coming from me. Yes. It is. Yes. 100%. I, I, you know, I did post about the Bills, but then I realized that that's also a team from New York. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, maybe I should mix it up a little but, bit. But that was actually interesting stuff, though. Like, the Bills stuff yeah. is interesting. That was a lot of snow. I don't think I could handle that much snow. Although, it would have been pretty sweet to see him play in that. I'm not going to lie. Dude, okay. So, I, this is so bad, but like, uh, Bo, good friend of the podcast, Dismukes. Yeah. Um, sent me an Instagram message of Nick Chubb's height, and then I forget, oh, Devin Singletary's height. So they're supposed to get six feet of snow, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both, like, under six foot. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't be able to find them. Is that you wouldn't saying? be able to find them. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but I would have loved but to yeah. see the Bills, like, in like that type of scenario, just jumping on tables and just being belligerent. Well, yeah, I agree. Well, their new stadium is going to be outdoor, too. That's a whole controversy. People are That's upset so about dumb. that their new stadium is outdoor. But it brings in the elements. It's football, baby. Like, right. who doesn't want to play in the snow? At least throw yeah. some form of element. And then if you get home field advantage during playoffs, then right. there's that, that much more of an advantage. Right. right. If you're in a dome, who cares? There's no, there's no point in home field advantage other than the no- crowd noise, I would say. Right. It's amplified, right? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think we have some other fun things to talk about. I have some fun... Uh, we're going to keep trend with some fun questions we'll post. Uh, we've obviously seen some more content from videos. I know you uh, played a little bit of golf last week. I did. Um, and then I have some fun quirky golf gadgets. So that's one of our hot takes. Dude, that, is a, that needs to be a segment every week, like your goofy, yeah, quirky will. finds of golf things. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. I like love it. And I love to get requests too. So. so, you know, we talked about that small golf bag. I want to say like two or three episodes ago where you like only carry yeah, irons Sun- in it. It's a uh, Sunday golf. Yeah. It, it shows up on my feet all the time now. And what was the other one you were talking about? Um, um, we were talking about the hot dog one. 
not not it, it's the bag the bag that you were talking about oh um shoot it's called uh oh it's called um vessel vessel that's right dude yeah both those things those, go, the, those bags are nice you they see are nice they are nice dude, it's like, that's, that's my next bag for sure it's tempting me to like every time i see it just like pull the trigger <laughs> on if it. uh vessels listen to this if you send me a bag i will do a full review on it at no cost to you and we will talk about it on the pod yes yes and you will get a full on and off the course review that, that would be well perfect. Holds up. I did kind of fangirl the other day because you reposted, um, what's his name? That lefty golfer from Callaway. He's like up and coming, like young golfer. Oh, I forgot his name. Um, uh, anyways, that's besides the point. Uh, but Callaway looked at our uh, story the other day on Instagram. Yeah, that's sick. I saw that, that was, too. That was pretty cool. I was not expecting right? that. Yeah. If uh, I've been honestly, I've been figuring out this social media thing and the algorithm. I think I've had the algorithm. Without. Avery, you're doing a fantastic job. You deserve a round of applause for your posting because you said yes, you we'll didn't even have Instagram or you didn't you didn't know how to use it for a minute. But now it's like, man, you got it. Yeah, down. videos are, are lighting up. I think our videos are pretty sick. I've watched them probably 500 of the thousand views we have. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for but sure. yeah, it's been good stuff. Um, but um, I do want to jump into something real quick. So go for it. First off, we haven't talked about our golf game in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. We've just been posting our swings and stuff. Do you feel like you've gotten better this year? 100%. If we're talking strokes, I think I probably shaved, I think, realistically, two strokes. Really? Yeah. What about you? I definitely think I've gotten better at golf this year. Um, I've, I, I love my algorithm right now on Instagram. It's like I've had two videos that posted that were two specific things I needed to work on. And, mm. and when I went out there and shot some content the other day, man, I've, I feel like I've never hit the ball as well as I, as I hit it that day. So people commented on it or, or, or I'm confused on what you said. So I follow a lot of golf instructors on my personal Instagram. Gotcha. And, yeah. and so like when I go through my reels and stuff, I'm like seeing them like talk about Specific things that I actually needed to work on, which I've never actually said out loud, but they just happened. I just happened to catch the right video. And yeah. um, I took some of the things they said out to the range when I was shooting some stuff for the for the podcast. And, dude, I've, I've never hit the ball as well as I hit that that day. Even driver, I'm striking it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's. So, I mean, if, if you're able to go out and play and get a little bit better every time, then that's definitely worth playing to me. Right. Right. And it's nice kind of going by yourself sometimes instead of with other people, because then like, you're not like trying to compare yourself to like <laughs> the people you're playing with. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, no, if agree. you like shank one, you know, like, Oh, well I was actually trying to work on something. Whereas if you're like with a buddy, you're like, Oh, you suck, dude. <laughs> uh, there's a guy that we follow on our Instagram. His name is Mike Burry. I don't know if you followed him, but, uh, he does a lot of work with, uh, Meek, uh, Micah Morris, the mm-hmm. guy who was with good, good. Yep. Um, but he's pretty sick. He posts some pretty cool content. And a lot of his questions are pretty sick. Like his last question was, um, or his comment, the most important scoring club for, for a 90 plus golfer driver, 80 to 90 driver or putter, depending on the day, mm-hmm. 79 or less putter. And then he put agree or disagree. So he posts some pretty sweet questions. I um, would 100% agree with that for 90 plus. Because you're starting yourself off in a terrible situation, like like I was I've talked yep. about in the past. Like if you're starting out right and left, 
you're having to hit shots that professionals struggle hitting as an amateur golfer. Right. Yeah. You Unrealistic shots, chance. really. Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, he's pretty cool. I think you give him a follow. Um, I mean, we're following him on Instagram and he's checked out a couple of our reels, but some good content on there. Definitely some things that I have looked at and worked on and some drills that I do now. So mm-hmm. yeah, good stuff. Dude, one, one odd drill that I found was putting the ball on a ruler, on a 12-inch ruler, and uh, putting yeah. it to keep it straight. I've, I've never heard that. of that Is before. that good? Dude, it's way more difficult than I thought it would be. <laughs> really? Do you yeah. have like a putty mat at home? Or? So, no, I don't. I just do it on my carpet. But I did take it out yeah. to the course for the content stuff. And um, yeah. oh, let's just say I tried to shoot some stuff and it did not go well. So I didn't send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> like putting-wise? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotcha. Uh, uh, well, speaking of like that kind of stuff, have you seen the, it's called uh, Devil Ball? Mm-mm. So, um, so it's, it's kind of that same concept, but the ball is blacked out on both sides, like on the edges. Mm-hmm. And then from the top, there's a straight cross. But when you look down, it's almost like the triple track, but reversed, if you think about it, right? When you look down, the black right. edges kind of go away. So the ball looks rectangle. Um, interesting and then only that center part there's like three different types of balls so only that center part is like an actual golf ball Hmm. on their most difficult one and then like their medium one is a little bit more rounded and then their like beginner one is uh, almost totally rounded but the edges where it's black actually are not like dimpled like a golf ball it's just it's like a training aid so almost like exactly how to describe but it's in the ball itself it's kind of cool so what are you working on when you're using that just squaring up the face and uh, oh, hitting see. it cl- like a true roll. So, like, you know, on the triple track, if you hit it perfectly, it'll roll. Oh, like, I see. So, this is specifically for putting. I see. Yes, okay. just for putting, yeah. Got it. The one drill that I love um, that I don't remember when I got I, I think it's um, – who is the number one LPGA golfer? Used to be Nellie Corda. I don't know if it's still her or not. Not her. I forgot her name. I forgot the other girl's name. I know who it is. I'll find her, but – she does on the range before she does three swings with her on her with her wedges, one handed with her right hand, mm-hmm. three swings one handed with her left hand, and then she does um, regular swings. And then I've also seen her do one foot, like your left foot up, regular wedge swing, right foot up, regular that. wedge swing. But it, dude, I swear every time I do that, I get like good feel in my hands. Like mm-hmm. when I do one handed, I feel like I can really control my wedges. So that's a I do that every time I go to the range, no matter nice. what. That's the first thing I do. So, nice. But it's pretty sweet. I, I, I get kind of confused on what the first thing you do at, on a driving range, honestly. Like, so you start with wedges every time. Every time I start with wedges, get my hands going, just kind of feeling, feeling yeah. it. I'll just kind of get my body moving. I try to think of like rhythm. That's like my first thought. Is like, all right, right, same speed back, same speed forward, like just good rhythm, and then I'll uh, bust through my favorite yardages and then I'll kind of work on things that I'm struggling with. Right. Yeah. Do that same I, every time. So do you, do you go straight to the, your most lofted wedge or what do you start with? Like a, yeah. So I do my 60 degree cause I'll do like a 50, 75, hundred yard shot and I'll okay. do five, five, five. So five All shots right. for each. And then I'll go, um, one fifty, five shots like 170, five shots, 200, five shots, um, driving iron, three in the fairway. So I'll pick like two objects in the uh, driving range that kind of make a mm-hmm. fairway 
like almost like a run a runway. Mm-hmm. So I have to get three in there, but I only have five balls to get them in. And then I'll do driver, uh, same thing, uh, five balls. But I w- I'll just kind of get my rhythm on the driver to really kind of square up the face, not trying to hit it too far. And then I'll drop back down and I'll work on a club if I'm trying to work on something. And then if I have extra balls, I'll play like four or five holes in my head. So I'll be like, okay, par five, um, have to hit the fairway. Dang. So I feel That's... like I, if I don't do that, then I'm not getting any better. Dude, I need to figure out how to practice, man. That's yeah. I so I practice my swing, but the thought of like I've never even thought about playing a hole like on the driving range. That's so that's like so easy to think of, but like I just never even thought about it. Yeah, I usually just pick like a hole that I a, a hole that I've played before in my head, mm-hmm. or if I'm playing the course today that day, I'll just like think about the hole, like one of the holes. I'll be like, all right, this is that par five. I usually hit driver, and then I usually hit seven iron. So I need mm-hmm. to hit a good drive, and then I need to hit this, whatever, 200 yards, and I'll hit whatever flag is 200 yards, you know? Right. Um, and then if I had a bad shot, then I'd be like, all right, bad shot, miss the green, so 50-yard chip, you know, do 50-yard chip. I think it depends on, like, the range you drive up to that day depends on, like, oh, I'm going to get better today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If no, I agree. If you're crappy range, you're just like, ugh, like, what am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a few ranges that I love to go to that have, like, a bunch of flags so I can practice multiple different distances. But then mm-hmm. I also have, like, a range that I go to that I can hit off grass. Or I have two that I can go and hit off grass pretty mm-hmm. much any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, if I want to work on some, like, wedge game. Um, or there's a there's a couple of um, courses or ranges that have, like, nice uh, chipping areas where I can, like, back up to, like, almost 100 yards and chip into oh, a nice. real green. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I can mm-hmm. kind of practice that. Um, I don't know. It just depends on how I'm feeling. I, I love to hit balls all the time, but sometimes I'll purposely just take my wedge into my truck and drive to the range, and that's all I get to work on. That's, you know? that's a good so idea. So it forces me, because otherwise I'll pull out every club in my bag. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I See, I don't take my bag when I'm about to play around, but I t- if I'm just going to the range, I take the whole bag up to the driving range. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. Okay. So, practice range. You want to jump into? Uh, I guess we can start with what two weeks ago the tournament we had, which was with uh, Tony Finau. Our guy Tony. Yeah, it was. What was it? All I know is that he had a fit. We talked about his fit last week. Oh, in Houston. Yes, 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 yes. He's. Oh, we were talking about his shoes. Shoe That's game. right. Yeah. He always wears Jordans. I love he the does. shoe game. Did you see his uh, jacket with uh, Kobe's like uh, the Lakers twenty like the twenty four like in his inside his jacket? The Mamba. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sick. Yeah, the Mamba logo. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty sick. Yeah, he's a big, obviously sponsored by Nike, but um, he also has a quirky swing like Rom. I think we talked about that too. We yeah, Where short his swing is very short, but he creates so much lag and like speed. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I also said, I mean, I watched him play at the PGA Championship, and uh, it was like number six, par five. It was like over 600 yards, and he just torched it. I mean, you can even see the ball. He hit it so far. Like, I don't even know. It's yeah. crazy. He's pretty high up in the field when it comes to strokes gained off the tee. Like, the only guys really in front of him are going to be, like, McElroy, Rom, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Peters, Young, Connors. Those are the really big time guys who are ahead of him as yeah. far as strokes gained off the tee. So, yeah, he does. He definitely has 
some distance, and he's pretty accurate. He plays he, that. Doesn't he play a draw? I think he plays a draw, right? I, yeah, um, I think he does. Are you surprised that he hasn't won more? Yeah, I think he's been in a lot of positions to win. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. But I think somehow he's, he's kind of like, he reminds me kind of a Rory where it's the last day is a struggle for him. It really honestly. is a struggle for him. Yeah. But, I mean, he has won, like, I think he, we said this last week, he either won two or, two or three tournaments this year, and in his first, like, 200 starts, he only won two. So he's playing well right now. Yeah, his last seven starts, he's won three. Yeah. And, I mean, could you say that's because a lot of these top 50 guys It's hard not live? to. It's hard not to. Right? I mean, <laughs> that's the only X factor, right, that you could say mm-hmm. is different. Yeah. So yeah. now he's, instead of, like, a big-time midfield guy, he's a big-time guy at the top, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, holy shit, it's Tony Finau, right? He's playing against all these all these guys that are newer or I mean, just yeah. don't have as much winning experience. He did beat Scotty, though, last week. Scotty yeah, was in that did. field. That's true. Um, but, I don't know, it's, it's also winter golf at this point because we also talked about how cold it was in Houston. <laughs> God. Yeah. I think we – oh, yeah. So one of the questions we had – we can start with one of our questions. Um, would you rather play in super mm-hmm. hot, mm-hmm. like uh, heat when you're <laughs> playing golf, or super cold? Yeah, and I had a dumb response, so I'm glad that we get, I get to say this again. Um, yeah, but we're both on the same page, right? Heat, I think we heat already 100%. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, the, the grass is, is better, the ball's more receptive, flies a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, I mean, call what it is. I'm gonna get a chunk, chunk, uh, chunk muffin in there every once in a while. So I don't want my hands to hurt. I don't. Yeah, and I don't know how to play golf in cold. Like I don't know the dist. Like obviously the best of the best know like how far their ball is gonna go in like certain weather and all that stuff. Like I barely even know like in normal weather like how it's gonna go. So if the ball if it's cold like and it's wet like all of that just together, it's just gonna be a terrible round. Yeah. No thanks. No, I agree. I think if I was better prepared for it, sure. Um, but, yeah, cold golf is not fun. I, this is a shout-out to my boss, who actually does follow us on Instagram. I know he listens to a couple of episodes, but he used to live in Colorado, just Oof. recently moved here. And he sent me some videos of him playing golf. And it's, you know, they get frost warnings, which I know you get out there, but freezing. And he says you pretty much have to shut it down from January to, like, April Dang. Or to May for the most part. Like December, wow. sorry, December to May is pretty much a shutdown just because it's too cold. Yeah. It's going to be 74 in Oklahoma this week. Yeah. It's about to be 75 on Wednesday. Like, what kind of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah, I know. is this? Well, that's what happens when you live in California. I'm still going to wear a sweater <laughs> and sweat. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was I about to say? Dang it. I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah, just having to wear – oh, I remember what I was going to say. I think playing baseball in the freezing cold, like, really just made me not like playing, doing anything in the cold. Uh, yes. I can't yes. believe that you came out here and played baseball in the cold. Uh, I still can't believe I did that. I don't think I realized how cold I actually got there, to be honest. Dude, do you remember there was, like, frost on the ground? <laughs> like, all the time? Yeah, I think – yes. Terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Yeah. I, I think Parker was like, yeah, if you want to play in the summer, then you got to win in the cold or something like that. I'm sure. Something along those lines. <laughs> uh, dude, do you remember when we rolled up the <laughs> – out in the outfield, we had to roll up the snow into a big old snowball to get off the field? 
Yep. Have you talked terrible. about this already? All I'm going to say is that whole experience is terrible. I, we definitely talked about this last podcast. Okay, that's what I thought. Because this is how I, I, I remember vaguely talking about this for a second. Yeah. Dude, that was so cold. Yeah, that's why. I, yeah, no thanks. So, uh, you, so I think people were playing golf all the way up until December in Oklahoma last year. Because we had a weird uh, winter. So, it kind of varies. So, you just kind of got to stay ready to get out there. Yeah, I feel like you have to be like quick with the tea time situation too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm a member at a course across the street. Yeah, that's nice. I need to come out there and play. We need to make that happen. I'm going to play with Gundog this week, hopefully. I heard about that. Shout out to Gunny. Yeah. Hey, Gundog. Uh, yep. Let me know how he plays. We'll talk about it next week. I hope he takes uh, me out to the greens. Is that his still, course? I, I don't know if he's still a member out there or not. but I think he is. I think he is because I know he was going like every day after work, so. Or at least like three or four times a week after. I can't wait so. to roast him. I mean, f- I, like I said, for him not really ever playing, at least he can hit the ball. Mm-hmm. At least it goes like down the fairway over 200 yards for sure. Yeah. Maybe 250. Two, like he, ca- he can catch one for sure. But yeah, I it's tough for me to play with guys who are literally top the ball and go 10 <laughs> yards. It's tough. It's tough to I, keep I the mean, momentum of the yeah, I ha- I've had guys that literally break, like, f- the physics or geometry, however you want to say it, of a golf ball where it goes literally sideways. I, I just don't <laughs> even understand. It's uh, the baseball guys and us. Yeah, I, I get it. But, like, you, uh, I feel like a baseball player can make at least, like, you're talking about Gunner, can make contact with the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Gunner's pretty skilled, though. He's got that good hand-eye coordination. He's always been good at that. So Right. Definitely more advanced than some other guys. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, that'll be fun. Did you um, did you see that thing about? I don't know why this brought me like golf in college, but the whole thing with college golfers can now earn the PGA Tour cards yes, before turning pro. It's awesome for them. I think that's that's great because we saw that the guy from OSU um, went straight to live and made a lot of money, and so now they're giving the opportunity to the PGA Tour players, which that's their goal is to get to PGA Tour before live. So. I think it's awesome. Um, it gives it, I think it gives it college golf even a little bit. I, I just like college sports. You know, I, I just don't know what it is about it, but I just like college sports and watching those guys grind out for a PGA Tour card. It's just going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, I do like watching um, college sports for one, college football, basketball, obviously. But um, when they play, what is like the Nationals, when it's like the team? Mm-hmm. Match play? So. So I, th- I was thinking about this, yeah. The way that weekend is set up, because it goes like match play and then individual, right? Yeah, so the, it's individual first and then it's match play for the teams, yeah. What does that remind you of? The Ryder Cup? Live golf. Oh, yeah. It, it right? Is, yeah. Same Kinda, concept yeah. for the most part. Yeah. I mean, different, but brings in that team aspect, which is cool because then when those guys win that tournament i mean they like dogpile or on the 18th hole you know or right. whatever like a putt is you know made and they're they're pumped so i don't know i don't know i there's just something about doing it with the guys in college you know like the reason why you <laughs> wanted to play baseball in the yeah. cold with those guys you know what i mean it's just something different yeah, about I it get you. no no i agree i agree i just why i can't but, really um, get into like professional sports because it's such a money business game to me like they get to show they chose where they got or not not chose but they get to, they get paid to do it, which is which is awesome. We all would love to do what they do, but in college and like high school, I mean, you're just grinding with those guys. 
oh, yeah, you never know what could happen. Yeah. Like, how many college football games have we seen where the impossible has happened? And yeah. yeah. Teams come back. And, and that's the thing about NFL. Like, if, you, if you're, like, 8-2 and two and lose to 5-4 and or four and four team, nothing happens. You're not, you're not really penalized yeah, uh, for well, it. Well, I would say out of all the years that I have watched football, NFL, this year has been the most competitive across the board mm-hmm. where there's not been a single team that's just, like, taking right. away the league. Yeah. Maybe the Eagles. I could say the Eagles, but they still lost, and they got exposed because they don't have any run defense. But mm-hmm. um, let's well, the look the Rams. And they lost yeah. 40 to 3 to the Cowboys. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy. The Rams are season's over. Green Bay season's over. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, there's Cardinals season's pretty much over. Seattle. I mean, there's so many teams yeah. that were competitive last year, and this year it's just not the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, see, I think. Go ahead. Sorry. The, the Rams have been hurt with like a lot of injuries, though. Yeah, the, the offensive line is not the same as it was. Yeah. Uh, missing some defensive tackles. Obviously, cups out. Um, yeah, hurt him. Hurt his uh, his ankle. His ankle. Um, their defense is the only thing. I think they're ranked like number six in defense. But wow, we have no offensive flow. Uh, Stafford yeah. was out with a concussion against the uh, Cardinals, and then he went out again this weekend after halftime. After we were up, mm-hmm. and then we got smoked. So yeah, um, tough season. You we can't win them all, but um, it's just it's weird. cool. Did you see? Go ahead. It's weird coming off like a Super Bowl win and just being absolute garbage. Super Bowl hangover, man. <laughs> That's true. I mean, look at the um, pokes. We can jump into that. John, <laughs> I po- I'll, I'll talk about it here in a second. But, yeah, the pokes just got worked this weekend. I saw that. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I did see that. What happened? <sighs> Should I do, like, a quick recap? Yeah. Who cares? There's no flow to this. We got extra time tonight. We do have extra time. Um... Yeah, I mean, we uh, recap. I mean, we just we we're just trash, just absolute trash. And I don't know why I get my hopes up every year. Um, it's demoralizing. It's it's sad just watching my hopes and dreams every year. We were a number nine team in the country at one point, going into can when we were going into Kansas State, and. I think I said something. I was like telling someone, I was like, I think we're just going to wreck them. And little (laughs) did I know that we were going to be the ones that got wrecked. So on our, it all started with our trip to Kansas. We got outscored like 89 to 16 to Kansas and Kansas State. And I was just like, oh my God, this is bad. Uh, Almost lost to Iowa State. Then just, I mean, we were down 28-0 after the first quarter. We had 11 stops on defense straight and couldn't score. We had Gundy kicking the ball, fourth and two. We didn't go for it. On fourth down, we were down 15 points. We punted the ball away with two minutes left in the fourth quarter. I I mean, it's just a train wreck. Absolute train wreck. I think at some point with a college athlete, you just lose focus. It's not even that. It's the coaching. Like, we were just inept. We couldn't do anything. It's like we gave OU the playbook for Oklahoma State. It was just unreal. Yeah. I mean, coaches can only do so much to take defense. The guy's got to execute. Gundy is 3-15 and 15 against OU. That's a head coach. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
I'm more of an OU fan, so. Of course you are. We got a Yankees, Rams, OU fan over here. Just the absolute <laughs> worst person. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm sure, uh, what is it, Brandon, Gunner, and John would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but sticking to football themes, do you see what uh, Tyler Henneke does every time he beats somebody? Mm-mm. He's the quarterback for the Redskins. I mean, whatever, Washington team. What are they called now? <laughs> <laughs> what are they called? The Commanders. The Commanders. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> whatever that team is. <laughs> uh, he buys a new pair of Jordans in the color of the team he beats. That's sick. So he beat. That's yeah, dirty. Th- dude, some of them are sick. Like he beat uh, the 49ers and their uh, Jordan 1 high tops, and they look sick. And then every, he beat the Browns, and they're like he orange. Gets a new one? Every, every time he win? beats, yeah, everyone. So he beat even the. If they beat this, even like the next year, he'll get a new pair of Jordans for. Well, he's team. not really a starting quarterback. Is the oh, idea. I didn't know that. I don't That's know anything why, about. Yeah, he only has like. Makers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight starts now because he oh. beat Green Bay, and his oh, Green Bay shoes are sick. Nice. So sick. But I think that's pretty sick. If I had the money to do that, I would definitely do that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's sick. I didn't know I didn't know that he did that. I was like, yeah. dude, if he wins a lot of games, there's a lot of Jordans that are like the same color. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, um, I want to talk about. We didn't talk about this, and I don't think we ever have. But the Japan tour, Asian tour. Did you see mm-hmm. our guy, Travis Matthew guy, Ryo Ishikawa? I did. Ishikawa? I, did. That's how you I say it. did see him. Um. He also, side note, they make product that's totally different than ours in the U.S. And it's freaking sick. TM does for those guys over there? or Yeah, so we have a store in Japan. Uh-huh. And um, their product is like, there's some things that are similar, but product is totally different. Like their lifestyle pieces are, are way different. They have some sweet like jackets and like bomber jackets and oh sick um, nice different types of like button-ups and things like that so but yeah it's pretty cool but yeah i had to get him a shout out because he's on the team so and you said team's doing some good uh black friday sales yeah i'm sure you saw it did you get the do you, do you uh subscribe to us i haven't subscribed yet to our unofficial no. sponsor of tm sorry Wait, you get 20 percent off your first purchase so Ooh. big time but yeah we're doing 50 so like, percent technically off. i would get 80% no, off. don't say it. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you do not. <laughs> Anyways, rolling into this <laughs> topic. <laughs> um, yeah, 50% off racks, and then buy one, get, get one 50% off Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So this will be posted this week. So, folks, if you're listening to this, get yourself some TM product. Come into the store. Come What's into the, the newest San Diego product store. out that you're saying to get right now? newest product like like uh like what's the what's the most bought product of tm right now uh we sell the scavengers which is a jacket and the interlude which is also a jacket nice but Dude, the vests um, are sick those vests are amazing really i have I, one i'm not a big vest guy you are a vest guy i am a vest guy i love the vest yeah we um, have some that are reversible so you get two and one wow and their hat game is just like on unmatched there is one thing i wish we brought i wish we brought out some like flat bill hats mm-hmm. i wish we had that 
because uh, does anyone do Flatville really anymore? I it's not really a thing. Callaway has some. Do they? I, I guess I just Callaway never noticed. Callaway hats are flat bill. Yeah. John Rahm wears flat. I mean, it's not like completely flat, but it's okay. flatter than a like a. So there's like not a, a curve like in it at all. Like there's a little bend, but it's okay. not like crazy. You know. I don't know. I haven't really worn a flat bill hat since baseball, really. That's weird. Well, like to me, a flat bill hat is like the new era hats, like a Yankee hat, right? Oh, like, that's, that's a flat bill. Yeah. Okay, and that's about as like like people who like wanted their hat completely straight was just no, so hot to that me. That face is gone. That's gone. <laughs> Definitely gone. Uh, uh, but yeah, so he won. So good shout out. And then obviously, keep it on the TM trend. Our boy John Rom mm-hmm. winning again on the DP World Tour with yep. some controversy. Yes. I don't know if you want to swing us into that. Yeah, so John Rom is not happy with the uh, official World Golf Rankings formula. Quote unquote, it's laughable to him, which is pretty fair because he doubled down on this pretty quick after that one on Sunday. Um, right. So he came into the season finale of the DP World uh, Tour ranked fifth in the world. Um, right. And he had to beat some pretty great players that week. And I think what he's really speaking toward was this specifically. So he began the year at number one. Um, I, didn't, I forgot how hot he was last year going into this year. Um, and then, but some of the... So, after this win, beating the everyone that was in the finale, he only received 21.8 points for beating 49 right. other players, but that included six people in the top 25 in the world. Um, Which you can say we, is pretty legit. It, it's, that's very good. Um, his quote was literally this. I mean, I beat amazing players today. <laughs> Which is fair. He did beat some really good players. Right, And then you have Adam Sevenson, um, who we haven't talked about this, is the was an RSM Classic champion, which he actually had a pretty good story this week. But um, he didn't beat really anyone, no top 25 players in the world, and he received 37 points for the official world golf yeah. rankings. Yeah, the world golf rankings, first off, we've talked about this before, confusing as hell. Right. Doesn't make sense. But as of right now... If there's more golfers at a tournament that they play in, the more points that are available. Right. Correct Correct me if I'm wrong, right? Right. Yeah. So, it's the weight. It, okay, so this kind of thinks, this kind of reminds me of like the college football rankings, how, how those changed, right? Before, it was just like, how many wins do you have? Doesn't matter who you play. Doesn't matter strength of schedule, right? Mm-hmm. And then they changed it to strength of schedule. Strength of schedule matters. Do you beat the people you're supposed to beat by a large margin? Right. Right. So, and now it makes a lot more sense, right? And then now mm-hmm. we're going to expand to 12 teams in the playoffs for college football, which is going to be even better. So awesome. constantly yeah. making changes to, to improve it. But they're making it way more complicated than I think it should be. Like there should be a set system. Like, okay. I mean, I, I don't even know where, where to begin, but maybe you pick you know, 10 tournaments out of the year and you just go down the line, right? First place, you get 200 points. Second place, you get 100 points, right? Or something simple mm-hmm. like that, right? I don't know. What are your thoughts? 
I just think it's interesting how we keep getting back to the situation of the monopoly of the PGA Tour. And because I, I just don't understand why he he won. So he definitely deserves some points. But to have more points than John Rahm after that tournament specifically, especially a finale for the DP World Tour, it, it's just crazy to me. I, that doesn't make any sense. And people, and like you said, they're just confusing everyone with all of these different things that they do for the, for for these statistics and how they get to this number. I just don't even understand, and I don't think yeah. anyone does other than the person that is making this Excel spreadsheet in their basement. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could also say that the scramble of the PGA and the World Tour, the TV World Tour, is a reflection of what Live has caused. Exactly. In this first year of this inaugural year, but the reactionary of rules changing and the way that rankings are changing, I don't think is the right way to go about it Mm -mm. because you're being reactive, not proactive from that perspective. So I think once this year ends, the PGA tour, what they have like one more tournament left or it's that they're done. Something like that. Right. Yeah. So they have, well, no, they're really off, really, because the Hero World Challenge, you have to be a certain number in the world. Um, I don't know what goes into the QB shootout, but I know it's a it's a cool match play tournament. I don't know if that's PGA sanctioned, but other than that, they don't have anything till the Century uh, Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. Yeah, so hopefully that they sit down, they kind of iron out some of these wrinkles that they've had this year with rules mm-hmm. and things like that. Um and we kind of get a more set in stone of what it looks like. Honestly, from a viewer perspective, and I think some of our listeners could agree, if it was simpler, maybe we would follow along more, right? If it was just a black and white mm-hmm. scoring system. And even I know a lot of guys from the Live Tour who used to play PGA complained about how the FedEx Tour was, even at the end of this year, like how the points system works. Everybody mm-hmm. hates that point system because it doesn't make any so sense. So stupid. So, um, yeah, I think they definitely have some hurdles to get over. Do I think they can do it? Yeah, of course. But I don't know how quickly they're going to be able to kind of dial in all these aspects. And I don't know if this either. Do they have in the PGA Tour, do they have like, um, like you know how MLB has like the Players Association? Does the PGA Tour do. have that? They okay. do because I think Kevin Kisner is a president or something like that. Okay, great. <laughs> I freaking love Kevin Kisner. So Sorry. do I. So do I. Such yeah. a funny guy. Love to get him on the pod. Kev, <laughs> if you're listening, time... <laughs> if you're listening, jump on the pod. All right. <laughs> I don't even want to play on the pod. I just want to play golf with him. It'd be fun. It'd be really fun to play golf with him. Do you think you could compete with him? Hell no. Yeah, no. He I, would get I, in my I, head I so fast, dude. A hundred percent. You're a rattle case anyway, so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I... I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't go with any expectation, but then, like, I hit, like, a shank, and he's just like, wow, you suck. You can't even hit yeah, driver off the tee box. Like, what are you, like a 30 handicap? <laughs> I know. Just but trash. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Well, and I wanted to add one more out. thing onto that also. Um, I think we've talked about it also. The FedEx points thing where you get to start with 10 strokes is just stupid. It, it is the dumbest thing I've ever seen for a tournament. Yeah. What's the – isn't there somebody else – I thought another sport did that where it's like if you shoot, what is it? It's like if you are ahead, then day two, you start off with 10 extra points. Damn it. I can't think of what it is. 
Maybe it's an Olympic sport or something, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just stupid. Yeah. All, and, the whole thing oh, is just oh, confusing. Oh, and I had another thing to say. We have no idea when someone's in the running to take the number one spot other than when a commentator's like, oh, if Rory wins this tournament, he's going to be the number one ranked player in the world. I would love to know why and how he got there. Like you're saying, like, it's just, unless someone says it, you have no idea what's going on. Right. Yeah, I know it's tough. It's tough to follow. It's just yeah. tough because there's so many, there's too many tournaments that you can win points. Mm-hmm. There's over a thousand players world ranked world, like around the world. Right. Um, and that's not their fault. Like everybody, there's a lot of guys that are good at golf, but I th- like they're relative. The, look at Tiger, right? He's fallen off the world rankings because he hasn't played, but he's still a. When you think about top golfers, you throw him on a course now, he's still going to be one of the top guys. Irrelevancy right. of his world ranking well, that's, doesn't matter. I think that's what they're kind of getting at too. Is like, oh, do you? Does that matter? Name should name matter with the world golf rankings? Well, it should be. I mean, wins should matter. How many right. wins do you have? Like even past wins, should that go into play where your ranking is? A hundred percent. You think so? Yeah. So, so I mean, you it's think... a judgment of your play, right? Like, right. Okay, then maybe you cap it off. Are right, your wins in the past five years, right, are more important or hold more weight than your wins in the past ten years, right? Because right. they don't play so many tournaments, and guys, you know, have good years and bad years, and they have a really good year and kind of refocus, like Rom, and then now he's coming out hot this this end of the season or the new year, right, rolling into the new mm-hmm. year. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like it's the golf's already a hard enough sport, um, and to constantly bounce up and down world rankings. I think there should be more weight right. into the world ranking. Maybe not PGA Tour ranking, but your world your world ranking should have a substantially more weight than anything else. Yeah. Well, and I just don't think they they care when they they're number one, but do they really care outside of that where what they're ranked? No. Yeah, I agree. I felt like you know. It's talked about more on the PGA Tour when you're ranked number one than it is World Tour. Mm-hmm. But I also don't know with those, you know, the Asian Tour, the DP World Tour, um, the South America Tour. Like, I don't know if that is a more of a conversation when those guys are playing. Like, hey, I want to be, you know, ranked XYZ in the world. But maybe that's because in order to play on the PGA Tour, they need to be ranked higher, right? So it's more of a, mm-hmm. a relevant conversation. Yeah. Crazy. I, I can see why he would be mad. Um, but still a good win for him. Um, TM guy. It's a good look for the brand, our unofficial sponsor. So good for him. Um, I do want to jump into the RSM classic real quick there at St. Oh yeah. St. Simmons Island. So the, it was played at sea islands, the, the course. And so mm-hmm. Adam Sebson had his first PGA tour win, which was great. He's a Canadian um, he's been on the tour for three years, which is great for him. So finished with a bogey-free six under 64 to win on Sunday, which is um, a great round for him. Um, then you have Callan Taren. Uh, he shot a 64, posted a 17 under. Um, he was first in the house or in the clubhouse. Uh, so he was in the lead hoping for a playoff. Uh, but then, like I said, uh, Sebson um, capped off his bogey-free round with a two-shot win over Callan Taren. So... Pretty good golf for these guys. You're seeing a lot of kind of newer guys make this jump to the winner's circle. And I think it kind of goes back to like what you said earlier um, with Liv. I mean, there's just not, <laughs> there's really no one out there playing right now. And yeah. 
it's interesting. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, also, you could say at the same time, I think guys naturally wind down at the end of the season. Like you're not right. really seeing Justin Thomas play right now. Um, we right. just saw Tony Finau kind of pick up his his rounds. Um, John Rahm's playing on the uh, DP World Tour right now. Mm-hmm. So is Rory, mm-hmm. kind of getting out of their element. Uh, so I feel like naturally a lot of these guys tone down their tournament plays here at the end of the year yeah. to kind of ramp up for the beginning of next year. But, no, I think there's a lot of X factors, I guess we could say, right this year that have caused different competitive levels at different tournaments to be drastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you know what's crazy about his round? Actually, is that he started. He began the tournament with a seventy-three, and he was trying to make the cut damn. for a hundred and eighth, and ended up winning the tournament. Dude, if you if you figure something out, and it clicks, I would say from any golfer really or any athlete, mm-hmm. you know you're gonna have a good day or next yeah. few days. It just like it just it's rolling. You feel like you can do anything, right? When baseball, right? When you're like smoking the ball and the ball looks like a beach ball yeah you feel like you can literally hit the ball anywhere you want right right but did you see i don't know if you saw it too i was watching a little bit of the rsc what do you think about you know how we usually do the shot tracer off the tee box in the fairway mm-hmm. did you see that they're doing shot tracer on every putt i didn't see that yeah what i mean what do you think about that for first thoughts well he like, imagine watching he bombed like a 50 footer so that would have been cool to yeah. see. Like, so it's like right off the face. Like as soon as they putt, it's like basically like a, a, a true I like shot that. tracer. That's pretty cool. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it, but I also like when they do, I know they do it in some tournaments and I, I feel like I see it more on the like Asian tour or the TP world tour uh, where they do like a range of it. So it'll show like how fast you have to hit it. And then the arc changes. Mm hmm they show that kind of pre-hand and then as the putt goes, I kind of like that better because when they do the shot tracer, you kind of already know where it's going to go. Cause the ball's rolling mm-hmm. at a slower pace than, you know, it's not firing off the club head at 120 miles an hour. Right. Um, but I don't know. Did I you see the shot different. tracer for Rory's 380 yard drive? No, we're no. Oh my God. It, I mean, he absolutely cranked it. And the announcer was like, no one has a yardage book for that bunker because it's so far out there that yeah. they're like, we have, we have no idea like how far he is away from the green at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the unreal athletes, honestly. Rory, obviously, we all know Rory is one he of the best drivers. jacked, dude. I did not realize how jacked he is. Yeah, he's strong. He does. He's one of those guys that does like the Tiger workouts. Yeah, he's jacked. It's crazy. Um, but, yeah, speaking of, like, not really speaking of anything, but I wanted to bring this topic up, kind of transitioning. Okay. What's a better feeling, so as a golfer, mm-hmm. a tap-in birdie or a long clutch par putt? <sighs> That's a legit question. I think we should definitely post this one. Oh, man. I mean. I know my answer. The feeling of draining a long putt is just like the best feeling. The adrenaline's pumping, especially with your buds, and it drains it. No one's made anything all day, and you're the first one to like sink it. I mean, there's no better feeling. Um, tap and birdie. 
I, I, I feel like I'm going to sound stupid, but I feel like a long par putt is what I like is, it's just such a good feeling. Yeah. It doesn't sound stupid. Cause you had to grind for that. You didn't really have to. Yeah. You, especially you if you're having a good round and you mm-hmm. know how much, I mean, think about the guys on tour. They always talk about when they went like, Oh, I had that huge par putt or that huge bogey putt on, you know, bogey, the yeah. 10th huge bogey save. Yeah. Save my whole round. Right. Like, those are the putts that matter. So I agree. I think just uh, with the adrenaline, not even that it's far away, just a clutch par putt in general, I think is right. way better feeling than a tap and birdie. Right. But I think from an amateur perspective, if you're making a birdie, that's pretty good. Birdies are hard to come by for amateur golfers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it depends on your life. Okay. Let's put it this way. I think if you consistently hit. 90s and below you're gonna say par putt sure 100 percent. because like the people that are like above that they're like oh my god i made a freaking birdie how did i even do this (laughs) right exactly whereas like us we're like we're trying to figure out how to shoot as low as possible and if you make a birdie it's like yeah that's what you kind of expect yeah no i agree yeah i think the the par putt is definitely more and i think a lot of our viewers will post it on the instagram yeah that's that's a good question um to see what we got. So, uh, next big topic. So, this is some big news that I'm kind of getting filtered down from the Callaway guys. <gasps> oh. And the R&D guys. Breaking news. Breaking news. So, word on the street. Wedges are pretty much going to be the same. Nothing new. Really, you can't do too much with wedges and the bounce and the grind and whatever mm-hmm. it is. And for me, I've always said as an amateur golfer... It's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. They're like, oh, you need this bounce of this crying. Homie, oh, I don't know what I'm bouncing like, oh, or what I... I bent the, the head a degree and a half and it gives you that extra well, okay. loft. <laughs> that, I get that. But the I bounce on the that. bottom, like, it's so minute. My wedges are all bent. We talked about that before. We have. And I think but it's funny. That's because I got fitted, so... I think it's funny. Well... I mean, that's why I'm better than you. So. Probably, yeah. I would agree. I'm laughing at you bending wedges and you're actually doing it. I think that's it. That's, <laughs> if that doesn't say anything itself. <laughs> but anyways, so they're actually going away this year from the Apex Irons, mm-hmm. which I play the Apex Pros. Or I have a split bag, but I also have Apex Pros. We did. And they're getting into a new concept with the irons. And I can't mm. remember what he said now that I'm thinking about it, but it's Dang. like... Cliffhanger. Something that they haven't done, that nobody's done before, basically, Ooh. is what they're saying. It's a new style and how it's created. Okay. Um, so I'm pretty pumped on that. They said the driver and the three wood and, you know, all your woods are pretty much going to be the same. Have nothing too crazy. And next year, they'll have substantially new um, technology coming out for that. Mm. But um, it's really going to be focused on the iron game, which I'm kind of pumped about. I feel Nobody like really focuses on the irons that much, really. It feels like, yeah, I feel like everybody pushes the driver, right? And when you see a new concept or groundbreaking concept on an iron, I think that's exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, no it's, you're definitely going to get a look like, oh, what is, what is that? You know, um, but yeah, some big time news. And then I did find out more details on the golf ball. So this year's golf ball is going to be the same. Um, next year will be the golf ball that is going to be different than they've done before. So they're going to keep the Chrome Soft um, lineup 
And then next year we'll have a brand new ball. Well, next year as in 2024, we'll have a brand new ball. So you're already looking past 2023 to 2024 for the new ball. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with the drivers. So 2024 will be the new driver. 2023 will be the irons and wedges. Have you swung anything but a Callaway driver before? Yeah. So I was a big fan of Ping. That's my only oh, other okay. driver yeah, I ever like used. Too. Um, and then the irons I used were... Mizuno 825 hey, Pros. Underrated. Mizuno is underrated for sure. No, I don't think they're underrated. You think they're um, underrated? No, no, they're underrated. I think they're underrated. I think they're very good irons. Yeah. Uh, See, my brother wants to go with with Strixon for some reason. Those are like becoming big ones right now. Well, Strixon is the same thing as Mizuno, isn't it? I have no idea. Aren't they partnering? I'm pretty sure that comes out of the same are factory. They? If I'm not, if I'm I might be 100% wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure because um, Kepka uses. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He was a TM guy, or not TM, Taylor made guy. And yeah. then he made the shift to Strixon. And I don't know. I think he still uses a M6, I think, maybe. Yeah, driver. And he uses a, a Nike th- driving iron. <laughs> What's your favorite club in the bag right now? Uh, six iron. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. What do you hit your six iron? How far do I hit it? Yeah. Um, probably like 210. Okay. Damn, I, that's I, good. It, it's, it's like, and that's the club I feel most confident swinging anytime I stand over the ball. That, that's, if I'm, really? in a, if I'm in a, yeah, if I'm in a struggle, that's the club I go to. I don't know why. It's just always been oh. like six. Interesting. Yeah, sometimes it goes further than my driver if that says anything. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not good. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, what's yours? Um, favorite club in the bag is my pitching wedge. Oh, actually, sorry, I take that back. My nine iron, but it's my distance is one fifty. I love one fifty. That like, yeah, I hit, I can put well, it within ten feet. If I'm hitting normal, like if I'm hitting decent that day, I hit a nine iron like one forty five. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I love Which, that. That's my favorite. This, this is what's helped me out is that I was my was bending my knees too much, so I couldn't get any extension in the back. So I started standing taller, mm-hmm. and that's been really standing helpful. Standing taller and getting closer to the ball? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of create more torque and a better arc. Well, and that's what when I posted that video or you, when you post that video of me swinging with the three wood, I noticed my knees yeah. were bent so far. I was like, that looks awkward. I don't know why I've ever... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a I well when it goes back to practicing, you don't really notice your swing until you look video at it. Video it. Yeah, 100%. Right. Yeah. It but I feel like I get lazy and I don't want to video my swing. But now that we have this, I've seen it, it a lot more often. It makes so. me more self-conscious of like you needed to like do this right. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> but um I don't know if I have anything else. We kind of Rolled around the whole thing. We did. We we fit everything that we were going to talk about. You haven't talked about your new product that you found, though. Your quirky, goofy product. Oh, okay. Yes, my new product. It is. Let me find it, folks. Sorry. Give me a second. We need to make a product. It's what we need to make. We'll make a hat. I'm cool with a hat. Uh, oh, I know what it is that I use. Actually, I have one. Oops, sorry. Hold on a second. Let me pull it up. Are you playing golf this week? Yes, gun dog. That's right. Forgot. I think you said that right. Yes, I did. Um, 
We'll see how it goes. Okay, so it's called Selfie Golf. Okay. Okay. And it's basically, I filmed my swing on this that I posted on our gram. It's like a holder for your phone. Mm -hmm. It's like a clip. And it looks like, you know, the black clips that you use to hold like a group of papers together? Mm Mm-hmm. And you kind of pinch it to open it? Yeah. Same concept, but it kind of grabs around your phone. And then it has a little device. Do you have the alignment sticks in your bag? Uh, Dude, I don't own a pair of alignment sticks. Okay, well, we need to get you a pair of alignment sticks. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. That'll help you practice. Anyways, you stand up the alignment stick against your bag. Then the piece clips. It's like just like kind of clips in. Mm -hmm. So it stands up and down on your bag, uses your bag as leverage because your bag's already there standing. Mm -hmm. Then you take the other piece and you grip it around your phone. And you can literally hold your phone leveled or it'll hold your phone leveled using your alignment stick and you can set your bag up behind you and you just click record that's awesome super easy i don't think it's really like a like a funny gadget but i think it's a gadget that i think everybody should have is useful because you know what happened to me when I tried to send up my phone on my bag is that my wallet and my phone fell down in my bag. So I had to take everything out of my bag and dump it upside down. <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, I was that yeah. guy. I was that but yeah, guy. Selfie, it's called Selfie Golf. I think we follow them on our... Sweet. Um, on our gram. But that is going to be the, the gadget of the, of the week. Selfie Golf, if you're listening, send us a product. I already have one. Send you the product. Or send me the product and I will use it, rate it, like and subscribe to it. All of the above. Yeah. X, Y, Z. Oh, we forgot to talk about one other thing that, of course, we have to talk about. Do you what know is what it? it is? Mm-mm. Yankee baseball. Oh, baby. yeah. Let's freaking go. <laughs> it's my favorite time of the pod. Uh, anyways, uh, big signee, Anthony Rizzo coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Had a conversation with my buddy, Matt. Shout out to Matt. Listens to the pod. He was a little upset about that signing because he thought we should have signed Judge before that. But I said, Yankees are smart. They want a veteran guy on the team. I'm sure Rizzo has a great relationship with Judge, right? And say, hey, we want a stable guy at first base, guy that's going to hit 30 bombs for us, a guy that's going to bring some good vibes to the team, right? Seems like a funny guy. Mm -hmm. Um, Very team guy. Super athletic at first base. I think he's one of the top first basemen for sure. He could have won a gold glove. Um, you don't see very many errors out of him. Good at picking the ball. Great feet, uh, footwork. Uh, great defender overall. But Judge still isn't signed. He <laughs> did. Breaking news. He is in San Francisco right now. But he also is from Fresno. So he said he was seeing family. He signed with the Giants. No, he didn't sign with the Giants. He's not going to go to the Giants. But we needed to recap that. Anyways, How we'll get more How depressed are you going to be if he doesn't come back? I won't. I mean, oh, sure, I'll be depressed. I'll probably sell my ball that I have. But um, <laughs> who, who will it know. be on if they don't re-sign Judge? Who's going to take who will the... Be what? Who, will, who will be the reason why... Like, who, who will get their fingers pointed at them because he didn't sign? The Cashman? fans. Cashman? Huh? The fans. Oh, really? Yeah, we've been getting a lot of heat because we were booing them earlier in the season. I'm like, bro, we were losing. Like, yeah. It's the Bronx, baby. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, if you can't take it, then you shouldn't be there anyways. Yeah, can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. Exactly. But, like, front office-wise, if he doesn't sign, who's that going to be on? Oh, Cashman. Okay. For sure. Yeah. That's without a question. Okay. Uh, Jeter even came in and said, like, they, they are asking him, you know, what should Judge do, X, Y, Z. And Jeter was like, well, honestly, I didn't talk to anybody else, so I had no other options where, you know, uh, it's clear that Judge is opening up his options. And we're also in a different time of era of baseball, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. money does speak. and A lot more loyal back in the day than nowadays. Yes, I agree. I think, you know, with Jeter, obviously he wanted to – he was the Yankee guy, and he always wanted to play for the Yanks, and he wanted to stay there forever. But um, I think Judge obviously is in a point of his career where he can pick any team he wants to go to. I just think he's the type of guy that's going to stay. I would be shocked if he doesn't come back. I would be honestly shocked. Yeah, and I think if he signs, I think they're talking about potentially it would be like an eight-year deal. Oh, a lot of money. Yeah, with a lot of money, but I think he's a Yankee for life after that. See, I in basketball, they do a lot of two- and three-year deals, and then they reevaluate the contract after that. So I'm, I would – I don't know. Baseball is like the only sport that does like eight-year, ten-year contracts. Yeah, I. Th- um, but also I feel like baseball has so many – Different types. I think they have a lot more opt-out contracts. Although, no, because NBA is ridiculous. They opt-out every year so they can renegotiate their contract pretty much. Yes, NBA is stupid. I hate that about the NBA. It's very silly. But then they have the the option where the commissioner will step in and say, hey, you can't trade this guy to this guy. The Chris Mm -hmm. Paul thing, right? Dude, that was crazy. I yeah, yeah, yeah but that was crazy. Then what's the point of them having the eligibility to opt out of all their contracts? It doesn't make any sense to me. Why yeah. go free agent? Why have that available? But whatever. It's neither yeah. there, near, neither here or there. Right. That's Correct. That right? Correct. Um, yeah. Then are you doing anything this weekend? Are you seeing the fam on Thanksgiving? Yes. So I am in Stroud, Oklahoma. Or not, not Stroud. Stroud. Stroud Town. Let's I'm go, in, Jeff Wentz. I'm in Hayden, Oklahoma, which is 30 minutes outside Stroud. Dude, you get to play golf with Wentz. Uh, probably not. But shout out Wentz. He's a good dude. But I probably won't yeah, play golf with him. He is part of the country club there in Stroud Town. Uh, we talked about this last week. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going there and I'm visiting the Hernandez family after I hang out with Paige's family for a bit. So nice. Nice. That's cool. Um, yep. is that your only and final Thanksgiving? That is it. I will be going back Saturday afternoon, um, to hopefully, you know, get ready for Christmas and stuff. Cause we are uh, almost there. Yeah, we are almost there. Years flying by. What are you guys doing? Uh, well, we had one Thanksgiving with Ashley's family on Sunday. Fun. So that was my first Thanksgiving. She has a Friendsgiving on Wednesday night. Then that's we have shocking. That is a late a, Friendsgiving. It's a late Friendsgiving. But the person that's doing it, shout out Teresa. Late, but I expected it from her. You know, last minute get together. I'm surprised people are actually going. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of girls going, I guess. I'm not invited, but no big deal. I'm going to get some... Uh, Probably food with the with the boys. So there you go. Um, oh, it's a girls' Thanksgiving also. So not even significant others go. Correct. Which I'm okay with. That's just I, you never see a Friendsgiving the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean you could. I'm shocked. 
I'm shocked. Yeah, you seem pretty shook. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> cancel. Anyways, just cancel it. Moving right along. Thursday we have uh, Thanksgiving with my dad, um, Bridget, my stepmom, and then we're going to be going to her parents' house. And then the following Sunday we have Thanksgiving with my mom. So Ashley's going to get four Thanksgivings. I'm getting three Thanksgivings. And I will never be eating turkey for the rest of the year. Yep, until next year, Thanksgiving. Till next year. Yeah, till next year. What do you guys but, eat for uh, Christmas? Do you guys not eat turkey for Christmas? Uh, you guys ham people on Christmas? I usually do like burgers. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know if there's like a specific did, oh, thing you Oh, you know you we have do tacos. Do. We've done tacos before. Oh, that's cool. I like that. A little Mexican food, you know. Yeah, sounds about right. Was that a was that a shot? <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow! I don't know why I said that. <laughs> a little fiery tonight. Okay, um, that's fine. I mean, if we want to go down that route, you guys are probably going to have like baked beans and steak. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually cooking steak uh, and for corn. You got some corn dinner. too as well. Page loves beans, corn. corn. Page loves some barbecue corn chips and, and Coors Light. That's probably what's going to be on the menu. I don't like Coors Light. Oh, that's right. You're a Bud Light kind of guy. I'm actually an IPA guy. Whoa, stepping <laughs> up, huh? Little little IPA. <laughs> that or Natty Light. It's either one or the other. Or IP, what? IPA or Natty Light. That's it. What's, what's Natty Light? Natural Light. You don't like Bush Light? I do like Bush Light. You like ice? That's tough. I will say that if you are looking at the calories of your drink of choice, Keystone Ice is the most ABV per 12-ounce beer and less calories. If you're drinking beer, you don't give a shit about calories. True. Very true. That's my comment on that. (laughs) Are you a seltzer guy? I am a seltzer guy. What kind of seltzer? Let's Let's hear your seltzer. Um... Is that a crusty crab shirt you have on, by the way? <laughs> no, it's a family shirt. It's a f- <laughs> crusty crab. <laughs> like you know, from SpongeBob, looks like a crusty crab shirt. No, our family went to Orange Beach, and it's <laughs> That's a crab. The same crab. <laughs> That's Mister. What's his name? <laughs> Mister <Mr>. Krabs. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dead. Uh, so I'd probably say my favorite seltzer is the Topo Chico. I probably say oh that. yeah, I think we talked about this last time. Big Gun Dog, Topo Chico guy. It's it's bring slaps. him some Topo Chicos to the course. He'd love you. That's and a slaps. cigar. Okay, I think I can do that. Are you a cigar guy on the course? We've talked about this, and no, not really. Okay, big time. I know Anyways. you are. Um, what do you think about White Claws? Overrated. Trulies. Like them. Not my favorite okay. though. I was just thinking of the top two. What's the other ones? Like, uh, there's one more I'm missing. Um, it's a big brand. Ugh. Have you had the White Claw Surge? No, it's like it's 8%. Not. Oh, so you're getting a white girl wasted with the White Claws? Exactly. <laughs> okay. It's fair. Um, but I don't know another brand, really. Those are the really only ones that... Have you had a Bud Light Next? Have you had those before? No. Is that the it's one like, that tastes like Coke? No, it's 80 calories, zero carbs. What's up with you and like reading the barcode? (laughs) (laughs) 
What? I think you're the only guy that knows the stats of what's in the beer. Like, I couldn't tell you a lick about my beer. I have no idea. I could. I, if you were to ask me how many calories are in like a Corona or Pacifico, no idea. I wouldn't. Hundred. I wouldn't. I have know no that. idea. I wouldn't know that. No zero. Yeah, that's weird. Do you do that with everything? I just like to stay on top of things. Oh, good for you, man. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say Topo Chico is my favorite by far because I like Topo Chico water anyways. Seltzer? Are you yeah. a seltzer guy? Or not a seltzer guy. A seltzer sparkling water. guy? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Tastes like shit. Well, this one has to have a, a lime in it. I can't do it without the lime. Like, I God, can't. you're so bougie. God. <sighs> yeah, when I'm saying this stuff out loud, it doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't sound great. I should probably edit all this out. <laughs> yeah, stop the conversation like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, what do we have? So what's coming up? So next week we're going to talk about, I don't even know. Is there any tournaments this weekend? So we're going to have to preview the um, Hero World World Challenge next week. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. That's it? That's about it, yeah. Okay. I know Hero we're looking. I'm still looking to get the guest. I'm still looking to get the guest soon. We've had some yeah. scheduling issues just with holidays and stuff. It's tough right now. No, it's very tough. And we're grinding we'll right now. Recap our Thanksgivings. Yeah. Yes, we'll recap Thanksgiving for sure. Um, ton of oh, hey, the World Cup started today. Yeah, I'm not a big World Cup guy. Oh, really? I'll I'll recap the World Cup. Uh, USA tied. Saw that. We had it on at the store. I'm not. Oh, you did. But um, I'm not a big like people are big time fans. I'm just a USA fan, really. Not necessarily. Just, I just like anything USA, like Team USA. Okay. So, World I'm, Baseball Classic, Team USA? Yes. Because that's also next year. Yes. And team they USA. actually have the brackets now for that. Oh, do they? I, I, I didn't know that was out yet. Yeah. So, we're in Pool C. So, it's uh, the only team that I'm really worried about is Mexico. So, it's United States, Mexico, Colombia, possibly is probably pretty good. Canada can also be pretty good. Yeah, our bracket's pretty tough. Yeah, that Great sounds Britain pretty tough, well. actually. The Pool D is legit. You have Puerto Rico, mm. Venezuela, Dominican Republic. Oh, God. Yeah. the two. Those are, what, three hammers? Jeez. And then you have Israel and Nicaragua. What? But, and then <laughs> Pool B is also tough. It's Japan, okay. Korea, okay. Australia, there's a lot of guys in, on, in the bigs are from Australia that are pretty legit. China, and then Czech Republic, and then group or pool A is Chinese Taipei, Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. Hmm. Uh, that's going to be really fun to watch. I can get into that too. Yeah, but the USA team is stacked. Yeah. Absolutely stacked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a. What's your like favorite team, team USA event? Um. Like, just in general? Just in general, yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I would say basketball. That's your favorite, really? Yeah, maybe um, Maybe I'm biased because I watched that documentary on Netflix. I, I just watched it, too. It's really good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're all, I don't think I have a specific one. Dude, nothing does it more than the USA team on the Ryder Cup for me. That's like my favorite thing to watch. Really? Yeah. See, now it's different though. So I don't know if I get so hyped behind it. It might be different now. This is like prior to all the scrutiny going on in golf. True. 
Because, like, in 16, when we had Patrick Reed pointing out Rory, I mean, that was just wild. Like, they uh, going back and forth. That was sick. Yeah, that's a whole different... Yes, I agree. And even though we lost in 2018... Was that 2018? Yes. Mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah. Um, it was cool watching European teams celebrate and how they won and everything. Yeah, I agree. I can, I can get cool. behind that. Uh, but I was still really mad we lost that. And then Tiger winning the uh, President's Cup in 19, which was sick, um, in Australia. That was awesome. But, yeah, I think before I would definitely choose the USA Ryder Cup team. No doubt. It's fair. I'll get behind all that. But I think second um, would be USA Soccer, honestly. I'm, I w- uh, USA Soccer gets a lot of hype, I will say that. They do get so much hype. Like, I was you know, watch- uh, you like men's USA Soccer or women's USA Soccer? You're really going to do that to me right now? What? I like women's better. The men's just suck. I like the men's team better. <laughs> Why'd you make that so awkward? Anyways, folks, I think we're done for the night. Um, thanks to our unofficial sponsor, Travis Matthew. Shout out to Callaway, checking out one of our reels. Um, I think it's been a good uh, a good week, and we'll be back on track next week. So, see you, folks. We'll see you again. Mm-hmm.